2: Thank you so much for being here, Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. There's a lot going on. One thing that legacy media is not talking about at all is this Pfizer story. This is really interesting.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They, so, yeah, Project Veritas, we talked about it a couple of times yesterday. Uh, they had this sting operation, they honeypotted a guy who uh, reportedly worked for Pfizer like, high up or in the at the executive I level. I heard he was, like, third in command. Well, no, that's not exactly how – that's not what Project Veritas is saying. Oh, so exactly. you've got, like, Albert Borla is the CEO, and the way their organizational chart that they showed, it was sort of like, here's Albert Borla, here's a couple of other department heads, and then he was in the department underneath this person. Mm-hmm. So not, like, third in line, but, but – He wasn't getting hot in
4: the bullpen, then.
3: No, he was not getting okay. hot in the – well, yeah, and
4: I,
2: also – Who I did mean, you hear that from?
4: That was on uh, was one of the news. I don't know some
2: newscast I was watching last night. Was it your cat? Did he tell you that, or did, was it someone credible? Just asking.
5: <laughs> God. <laughs>
4: I try to bring something fresh, you know. <laughs> like I, I heard this. I was just curious where you heard it. That was de- all. Delusions all of a sudden. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, no,
3: I, I made fairness, it up. I've heard people saying that it's like three removed from the CEO. I, I think maybe, I, I don't remember how Tucker Carlson worded it last night, but it was something to that effect. But it's yeah. like, well, no, I mean, Got it. pretty down on the depth chart, okay? This guy was okay. a decision maker at, at, at Pfizer. And, in fact, I I really can't, outside of what Project Veritas Published, I can't really find any information verifying that he was part of the organization, even. Or okay. so. I'm, <laughs> wow. So that's where I'm. I'm. I'm a little bit. I, I, it's. It's questionable to me. But I don't know. This is what Project Veritas has put out. Uh, they have an update now to the story about a Pfizer employee, the guy they pulled the honeypot on. They got him to talk about how Pfizer was talking about working on directed evolution of the coronavirus to make more vaccines or to get ahead of the natural evolution of the virus in order to make more vaccines i think some people have morphed that and this is the way that the telephone game works on twitter to say that he was claiming pfizer was creating uh viruses to release to the public that's not what he was saying um so just, and I'm not, I'm not defending anybody who's out there juicing up viruses in a lab, <laughs> as we've talked about plenty of times, but I am saying, let's at least get what the story is being, uh, let's, let's at least get the story right, according to what was alleged and what was not alleged. From Project Veritas. From Project Veritas, yes. Yes. So in the latest video, though, I did get a kick out of this, it was kind of funny, uh, James O'Keefe confronted this guy, Jordan Tristan Walker letting them know that he'd been targeted by the group. And he starts getting suspicious during the date, actually talked about some conservative group that set up Sting operations. He's like, why do you keep asking about my job? <laughs>
2: Uh-oh. 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 Yeah, because we learned his laugh is kind of goofy. Some would say flirty,
3: whatever. Yeah. yeah. Distinct for sure. And, yeah, that's when James O'Keefe dropped the ruse, came on in, and said, hey, uh, can, I, can I have a seat here and ask you some questions about this? Okay. Is
6: this real life? What is happening here? Why? What is going on here? This is absurd. Why does Pfizer want to hide from the public that they're mutating the COVID virus? Oh my God. You're on video. Really? Uh, we're, 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 I'm a journalist. Bro, first of all, I'm literally a yeah. liar. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> That's my yeah. Literally, I'm a liar. <laughs> I'm a liar.
3: He <laughs> was impressing somebody.
6: Please. He's he's on video. Whoa. You're saying we're exploring how hey, the virus keeps um, mutating. Is, can I talk to you outside about absolutely this? Absolutely not. You're not even my witness on this. What is your name? Because you f- up. you really did. I'm about to see you. This is absurd. Please. You have someone mock me as if they're going on a date to record me. You don't even know my position at this. What, I was trying to impress doing? a person on a date. What are you lying? <laughs> okay, hold it there for a second. <laughs>
2: There does seem to be genuine panic on this guy. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh hey, I was just lying to impress date. Hey, you don't even know my position. My goodness. and then it then it really went to another
6: level. I was literally trying okay. I'm not even a scientist by background. You know, but I came from make? a consulting firm <laughs> that does business. I literally was on a birthday with a guy and like normal men, you lie to impress like date. Mutating viruses? Do you do you do you not work for Pfizer? this guy. I thought he was Sir, do you not work for Pfizer? Do you what work for? A contractor? What the? F- do you currently work for Pfizer? Yes what or no?
2: He ends up grabbing the iPad, yeah. throwing it down, yeah. He started claiming racism. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable. Too many white people around. Uh, yeah, right.
3: right away, Went to,
4: yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? There's was... nowhere to go. Scream that. Yes. Yeah.
3: One of the reasons why I found it so entertaining is it reminded me of the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger film True Lies. And in that movie, Bill Paxton is a used car salesman and he's yes. hitting on Arnold's wife, pretending to be a super spy when he's yeah. actually not. And there's right. a moment where Arnold Schwarzenegger is like holding him over a bridge or a dam or something, like threatening to kill him. And then Bill Paxton is weeping, I just do it trying to get women, man. I'm just <laughs> lying. I'm not a spy. And then the the epic line is, I've got a little bleep. It's pathetic. that's what it reminds
5: me of (laughs) it's an
3: absolute classic yeah
5: Yeah.
2: so we'll get to more on that a little bit later because it is interesting in that it the guy we think works for pfizer but pfizer hasn't said he doesn't even work here or he does but yes he was like we have no idea but a lot of people are like maybe this is also pfizer saying yeah we can't we can't stay ahead of this virus we have to do what we're doing because all of our technology has failed dr robert malone has said that so more on that a little bit later you know what the lead story was today on the today show and good morning america i
3: don't know about the other networks but on those two Mm -hmm. to memphis yeah well yeah because you have this situation where 29 year old tyree nichols wound up in the hospital and then died after being beat by uh several police officers We haven't seen the body cam footage. We haven't seen any footage. It's supposed to be released sometime today, is what they're saying. Uh, Which, hey, why not heading into the weekend, huh? Yeah, that's not like people have rioted or anything in the last couple of years. You know, I I don't know. It's just weird. Um, Okay,
2: I'm going to go ahead and ask a dumb question. Yeah. Why is that the lead story on the Today Show or Good Morning America? Because, and the reason I ask it, Because a lot of times at one of these protests, it's the no justice, no peace. No one wanted to see this guy die, obviously. But the five officers have been charged. Yeah. This is playing out the way it should be. Something happened that should never have happened. And by all accounts, it seems the authorities are doing what they're supposed to do. Okay, there have been several other stories that we've talked about that national media will never cover, like the horrific story of the um, same-sex couple that adopted two boys and repeatedly raped them and then pimped them out to pedophiles on Grindr. That was never covered. That is an incredible injustice that people should know about. Not going to cover that, but we're going to fan the flames of what's going on in Memphis right now. Well, it puts eyeballs on the product. Because it sells. Nothing draws an audience more than a mayhem going on. What race isn't a part of this one. Like, they usually would play in this sort of situation. But is the framing its police brutality? Sure. It's already gone that way. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're bracing for violence. Um, I've read different places. Some people feel like the way it's been handled in Memphis is only stoking it. Oh, well, yes. their their intention is to try to play it down, but they're warning: this video is really terrible. It's going to be awful. Yeah, and you wonder how many actors from out of state are already in Tennessee. Oh, yes.
3: Yeah. I mean, like you look at the riots that happened in Atlanta over mm-hmm. the, this past weekend. Most of the people arrested came in from out of state.
2: Yeah, I saw like six mugshots last night. A news story: one was from Maine. One was from the state of Washington. They're all from all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah, you wonder what's actually being planned for Memphis. Oh, man.
4: Well, the expectation is it's going to be bloody and it's going to be fiery and it's going to be destructive because that's all I heard this morning.
3: No, and I, I, I think it's it's really bad on the part of officials in Memphis to just to say, like, well, you know, we we support your First Amendment right, but we hope everybody stays peaceful and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. this video is really, really bad. You know, okay, no, 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 say, listen... The wheels of justice are in motion. These police officers have been charged with a crime. When you see the video, you'll understand why they've been charged with a crime. If you want to protest, protest. But we are having a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to violence in the streets. The moment someone throws a brick or lights a fire, everyone's getting arrested. Everyone.
1: Yeah.
2: And you know what? I'll go ahead and, and take all the criticism, and I'll say it. And, of course, you got to preface it by saying, no, by all appearances, this guy didn't deserve what happened to him. He didn't deserve to die or be, get beat like that. Okay, when I've seen the coverage today, no one talks about what we've heard so far is there was a confrontation. This guy ran from the cops, so they had to track him down, and then another confrontation. We don't even know what happened. But it, tell me if I'm wrong. In almost all of these cases where there's been a lot of riots— there's resisting arrest. It's interesting you bring this up because I'm
4: watching the coverage this morning and I say to myself, what prompted this? How did this start? What happened? I had to look it up. Yeah, not It you. wasn't on any of the reports I saw, none of them. No. As to why, it was almost nope. as if it's these guys dishonest. just went out and beat the hell out of somebody for absolutely no reason. Again, doesn't excuse behavior, no. doesn't excuse tactics, doesn't excuse any of that. And if they deserve to be fired, fire them. Absolutely.
2: Okay. And try them. Um, other news out there. This is interesting. We talk about the job market and how there's open positions all over the place. I just saw CVS and Walmart are going to cut their pharmacy hours because of a staffing squeeze. Can't find enough pharmacists. Wow. Not out there. And a lot have retired. There's nobody to take their place. We keep hearing about, you know, the boomer generation, Scott, retirement yep. age. Yep. There's nobody to take their gigs. Nope. Is that because no one's getting the education to fill these jobs? You're just getting these weak, stupid liberal arts degrees from some school, and so you can't fill the jobs that are available?
0: Who well, it knows? pays pretty
2: well. I mean, yeah. those those gigs, pharmacists, make a lot of money. Yes, they do. I don't know why the guys that aren't selling on the street go legit.
0: Man, oh, man.
2: And then uh, the president was looking for somebody yesterday.
3: Yeah, he was. Uh, we'll have to get to that in just a minute, though. Uh, because the Paul Pelosi body cam footage has dropped. Oh. And I need a little bit of time to digest this and see if we can get some audio out of this. Did you see it? I have watched it, yes. Is it what you thought it was going to be? Uh, I will say this. Miguel Almaguer got it wrong. He did get it wrong? He did get it wrong, yes.
2: Holy cow! How could he have gotten it wrong?
3: That's a great question. All right. Okay. We'll... uh... Going over that.
2: Looking forward to it. Coming up next. All right. The Monthly Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, I'm going to have you set this up. <clears throat> I'm right. losing my voice.
3: All right, wow. so we all remember just before the midterm elections, somebody uh, broke into Nancy Pelosi's house, who has been Speaker of the House, broke into her house and attacked her husband. And and he was apparently looking for Nancy Pelosi. He wanted to, like, break her kneecaps or something. And this is a nut job who... Uh, spoke with an invisible bird fairy that told him to do things. Right. I mean, crazy person. And so the story was very confused because we got a couple of different narratives as to what happened there with the Speaker of the House's husband, Paul Pelosi, when the cops arrived. And so in one narrative, uh, someone answers the door and they're wrestling over a hammer Mm-hmm. and then the cops try to like say hey put down the hammer and the guy rips the hammer away and whaps Paul Pelosi on the on the noggin. And then there were other stories including pushed by one Miguel Almaguer from the today show that said that Paul Pelosi basically answered the door alone and then walked several feet back into the foyer of the house. Yes. Well, I have that again, if you want to hear that yeah. part of it. Now revealing when officers responded
7: to the high priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into
3: the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. So that's absolutely not true. That's not that's not what happened. Uh, And I'll
2: be the first to tell you, I thought Miguel had it right, from what he reported there and what the other report was from San Francisco.
3: Yeah,
2: it sounded like oh my gosh. And then NBC turfs him and they take that story out. And I really thought they were being dishonest. But truth be told, Miguel had it completely wrong. Yeah, it's a. Surprising he didn't get fired.
3: Yeah, so we have now the body cam footage of the responding police officers, which has been under wraps, and and the city was fighting to keep it under wraps and all of this. Well, now it's been released. I don't understand why they wanted that kept under wraps, because what you see is what the initial narrative was from the FBI in their first court filing against this guy, which is, Somebody opens the door. I don't, I don't think it's Paul Pelosi that opened the door, honestly, because he's holding a drink in one hand, and he's got the hammer in the other hand. And then this David DePape guy, the attacker, has his hand on the hammer as well. And they're standing there. And it's true, Paul Pelosi doesn't run out to the police officers, but I can't, again, you get into mind reading, I can't tell if he's trying to, like, sort of shuffle towards the cops without letting go of the hammer because he doesn't want the guy to hit him in the back of the head. I don't again, I don't know what happened. What's going through this guy's mind. So it is true he didn't run out to say, "Hey, police, save me." But yeah, he absolutely did not walk several feet back into the no. house towards the attacker. The attacker was there and then pulls the hammer away and boom, hits him on the head and that's when the cops charge in. Okay.
2: So then the question is,
3: why? Why did they not release this earlier? I'm, that's a mystery, dude. I really don't know why. Well, I mean,
2: if we're just friends around having a conversation, not doing a national radio show, I'll tell you what comes to my mind. Mm-hmm. Is, okay, this is odd, because if this is like a hostage kind of situation, it's odd that you'd have a drink in your other hand. Yeah. And I mean, he, he's got like a long sleeve button up shirt, and he's in what appears to be his underwear. Pelosi. Yeah. The other dude's got, I don't know, shorts on, whatever. And if, if you feel like this guy's going to attack me, when you do open the door, you would say, get this guy. This guy is threatening me. You, you, you would make some sort of announcement that yeah. way, but that's not what it was. So, of course, people online are already like, that was some sort of thing that went wrong. Er, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we don't know. But that's what happens if you're not being forthright with what really happened. You're leaving it for other people to fill in the blanks because this makes no sense either. Well, correct
4: no. me if I'm wrong, but didn't he get him out of bed? Wasn't that it? He startled him yes. while he was sleeping? Yeah.
2: Yes. Who wears a button-down dress shirt to bed? Maybe you allowed him to put a shirt on. Yeah. I don't know.
4: I don't know, man. I, don't know. I think of the weirdest stuff. Yeah.
2: Well, and I suppose if you like a cocktail to calm the nerves, if you're going to be held hostage, can I get a drink? Do you mind? I Who knows? Well,
4: you don't want to make a decision until you've got a little blotto. Oh, yeah. Who
2: knows? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's going to be a whole lot more on that. Uh, Joe Biden is looking around for people that are not there. I mean, there's a lot to get to today. Straight ahead.
3: Camp and Roberts show,
2: Jamie Martin, David Van Camp, Scott Roberts,
3: News Update, David Van Camp. Well, the Paul Pelosi body cam footage, or at least part of it, has been released now. I don't. I really don't understand why the city of San Francisco, why the why the prosecutor wanted to keep this under wraps. I it it, it boggles my mind. Uh, so uh, what it shows is that when the police arrived at the former Speaker of the House's home where David DePape was apparently holding Paul Pelosi hostage, um, or something was going on. Uh, the door is answered, and sure enough, they're both wrestling over a hammer. The cop says, hey, drop the hammer, and the assailant, David DePape, says no, and then wrestles the hammer away and whaps Paul Pelosi on the dome. Oh, man. Yeah, there are a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah. First being
2: what you just said. Why wasn't this released? Why was it being held? No, no. Miguel Armaguer at NBC totally got it wrong with his report. Yes, That's why it was scrubbed. And he's lucky to still have a job. Mm-hmm. Going with the sources he had. But then you ask yourself the question, okay, why was it held back? And then is there any other video? Is there video of the break-in? And they have security cameras all over the place there. How did the guy break in? We don't know. That would seem to tell us a lot.
3: But I haven't seen that. I don't no. think they released it, have they? No, all, all we've seen is what, what has been out there for a few months at this point, where the, the back door was broken. Um, the glass was shattered. So no, presumably. a video
4: that's- now on Fox that shows the guy coming in, dropping the bag off, and then pounding on the door with the hammer, trying to kick it in.
2: Okay, so they have released that part, too. That's now. what
4: it looks like. Yeah, it does look like that. When he's trying to get in, he put the backpack down, and now he's just banging on a door.
2: Well, and what we're seeing right now is he, it's like like most people with a hammer. You would go you know, with one arm, whatever your strong arm is, using it, and then he puts it in two hands over the top of his head like it's a sword. Yeah, He's like really going <laughs> after it. And then he gets down in linebacker
4: position and hits the door with his shoulder.
2: Okay. All right, so. Crazy. This is breaking. We'll uh, be on this and trying to make sense of it. The other part that I suppose is worth mentioning is it is odd that, and I don't think this is confirmed, but just by us looking at the video, it looks like Paul Pelosi has a drink in his left hand as he has the hammer yeah. in the right hand wrestling it with the pape. hmm And again, man, I don't know what it's like to be under duress like that. But top of mind, if you're in a hostage situation when the cops get there, you wouldn't act like Pelosi's acting there. But again, how many of us are in that type of situation? It's rare. I don't know. The
4: dream thing is strange.
3: I I just don't understand why there was such a lack of clarity. And, you know, because there were so many different... Uh, stories that were coming out, some propagated by mainstream outlets, some not, and yep. and you know it, this. I don't I don't understand what the strategy for a prosecutor would be when it comes to demanding that this stay under wraps. Like that, you could have cleared a whole lot of things up instantly. <laughs> yes, by by putting this out there. I mean, no question. At least about that part. What happened when the cops got there could have been cleared up immediately. But instead, you know, you've got different uh, reports, not only from media but from local officials in San Francisco. Odd. Mm-hmm. More on that a little bit later. Um,
2: we mentioned before Joe Biden had some trouble uh, remembering names, locating
3: people. What happened? It's never yeah. happened before. Well, what? yeah, he did a political event yesterday, and boy, that stutter really came through, didn't it? He yeah. was uh, struggling to find Representative Don Byer. Mainly because he kept calling him Doug. Oh,
0: buddy. <laughs> Come on. I, uh, I said that uh, when I was seeking the nomination. I said, take a seat, everybody. And there wasn't a single chair in the place. I said, that Biden really is stupid. He doesn't know. It. Where's Doug?
3: <laughs>
0: Congressman. Doug? He's around here somewhere.
3: Yeah, Doug. D- Doug's around here. I will say this. At least Don Byer is alive. He wasn't looking for a dead person this time. <laughs> well, a little bit, bit later. Impro- that's improving. <laughs> yes, This is true. Uh, a little bit later, he took another run at it.
0: Not a joke. And one more. I've been saying this during the last campaign, the off-year campaign. Doug knows. Uh, uh, Don, look, here's the deal.
1: <laughs> Almost got it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Doug knows.
3: Doug knows.
0: Doug knows uh, uh, Don,
3: look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Well, whatever. And then here's a third attempt at Don. Another?
0: Yeah. Doug, I think you might have been with me when I invited the, the chairman of the board of the three major automobile companies in America. At the okay. Ver-
3: at the very beginning of that clip, he calls Doug. him Doug again. Doug again.
0: <laughs> Doug, I think you might have been with me when I invited the, the... Don!
3: Yeah, yeah, Don. It's one of those weird foreign names. Easy to mix that up.
4: Can you see the crowd when he says it the first time, all rubbernecked and turned around?
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the other part, I'm sorry, man. The timing. The timing of what he's saying, like saying all these people thinking I'm stupid. I said that yeah.
0: Biden really is stupid. He doesn't know. It. Where's Doug?
2: I <laughs> mean, the timing of that, you could not write.
4: Okay, the t shirts roll out today. Where's, Where's Doug? Doug?
3: <laughs> From the creator of Where's Jackie comes Where's, Doug? Where's, Doug? Where's
8: Doug?
2: <laughs> Doug? The sequel. Oh, my goodness. And
3: he, he also said, What about billionaires? Oh, yeah, that, that billionaires uh, pay the same in taxes as someone making $139,000 a year.
0: Okay. Up to $139,000, you pay slightly more the more you make. But it stops there. And so if you're making a billion dollars, you pay the same amount you're paying if you made $139,000. I think it's 139000
3: yep. Same amount? Yeah, the same amount. Well, yeah, the same. He he got like three different things mixed up, like Social Security income yeah. and whatnot. But the thing is, is there is not a billionaire on the planet who makes a billion dollars just in a year in cash, like through payroll. That's not how that works. That's not how being a billionaire works. But it sounds good when you're <laughs> right. trying to get people angry at the rich people. Right. Yeah. And,
2: that, and what he's saying is not true either. It's no, not even
3: close. None of that's true because it's not not one hundred and thirty nine. It goes up to like 500 uh, thousand dollars when you're talking about just income. And, yeah, it, 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 he got everything wrong there because he's senile. But at least he knows where Doug is. <laughs> he did find Doug, his old buddy. <laughs> so it was not a total loss. Golly. And that's
2: a good thing. Oh, okay, man. man, there's so much stuff going on. And, well, it's that time of the show. We talk about looking at stories all over the place, uh, and maybe it's not the biggest one of the day, but it got your attention, David. What's your story today?
3: Uh, my story today is an update to a story we talked about yesterday. The Associated Press tried to cancel the word "the" yesterday, sending out a recommendation to avoid the dehumanizing "the" label, like "the poor," "the you mentally," see, "the mentally ill," and yeah, the, the upside French. is.
4: It's just Ohio State now.
3: Yeah, it's just Ohio State. Yes, <laughs> but they included the French. That's the weird thing. Uh, now, the French embassy in the United States got in on the action. They tweeted out a screenshot of them editing their Twitter profile to say "Embassy of Frenchness." And then they had the <laughs> caption, "I guess this is us now."
4: <laughs> That's good. The embassy of Frenchness. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Scott, what's your story today? Well, uh, Jay Leno's in the news again today. Yeah, M- months after he suffered that you know serious burns, yeah, gasoline fire while he was working in one of his cars, uh, Leno uh, hit a wire strung across a parking lot, knocked him off a motorcycle, breaking two ribs, two kneecaps, and a collarbone. Jay's recovering. I guess he's going to be okay. And the really good news is uh, Allstate Insurance reached out. He will be the brand new mayhem guy.
2: You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> did I not. did not know that. Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. There you go. Are you going to say what you said off there? He needs to stop. Well, I, David
4: and I both said that. Well,
3: I mean, yeah, he's getting up there in years, and he's hurting himself with more frequency. All,
4: all the time. Guy burned his face two months ago about burning it oh, off and now was... about got decapitated. <laughs> it might be time to slow down. I don't know.
2: 72 still on the bike. <laughs> yeah. Get back up on that thing. Well, the headless comedian. <laughs> time always tells you when it's time.
4: Well, I think we're there. I just referenced
2: Kamala Harris and you didn't even know us.
5: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> okay. Uh, my story today, um, and David, you saw this too. J.B. Prisker, governor of Illinois, is demanding that black queer history be taught in school. Yeah. Yeah, We need equality.
3: (laughs) So the setup is this, the College Board, which crafts advanced placement courses for high schoolers, where you can get college credit uh, if you pass these tests. Uh, They're testing out its African-American studies curriculum in a handful of schools. The state of Florida said no, because it's got a lot of Marxist nonsense in there, including queer theory. Uh, The college board is going to be revising their curriculum as a result. DeSantis gets results, man. Um, But in a stunning development, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is now demanding that queer theory be included. I love this statement, man.
2: (laughs) Obviously... This joker has aspirations of being president one day, so he's trying to get his head on the national stage just like Newsom and some of the others, and he says, I am extremely troubled by recent news reports that claim Governor DeSantis is pressuring the College Board to change the AP African American Studies course in order to fit Florida's racist and homophobic laws. Illinois expects any AP course offered on African American Studies to include a Factual accounting of history, including the role played by black queer Americans. He's fighting for the black queer movement. Yeah. <laughs> That's JB. You know,
4: people migrating out of your state at a record rate. Can't imagine
3: why. I, You know, as the only person on this show who has actually taken queer theory in college, yeah. uh, It has no business being in a high school curriculum. I can just, I'll just leave it at that. It's, listen, it's one thing if you're in a college, you know, setting and you're getting into some weird, like you know, fringy kind of uh, discussion about film or literature or law or something like that, and it's just sort of this extra class that you have to just sort of challenge the way you view whatever it is that you're going to go on and do in your professional life. That's one thing. But to teach it as fact, to teach it, to say that this is like bedrock to the fundamentals of education, is absolute nonsense.
2: Yes, and it takes someone standing up against it,
3: or it's the slow creep.
2: It just keeps happening. And some people right now in our society are waking up going, how did we get here? It's been the slow creep of not enough people standing up saying, all right, we're stopping. Mm -hmm. Okay, you want to call me homophobic, you want to call me racist, you want to call me whatever ist whatever but you got to stand up for what's right right JP pritzker of course yeah okay a lot of stuff breaking there's the pelosi story there's the pfizer story there's ukraine whole lot of stuff going on so we'll get another news update and oh the rnc is picking its new leader today a little controversy there all coming up right the markley van camp and robin show jamie markley david van camp scott Robbins. news update david van camp
3: i'll say man um i don't know why officials in san francisco kept this information or wanted to keep the information about the break-in at nancy pelosi's home that landed paul pelosi in the hospital i don't know why mm-hmm. they wanted to keep all of this under wraps because it at least so far backs up pretty much everything that the FBI and local police have been saying. It's interesting you say that. We got to know from one of our listeners. Why did they wait so long to release this?
4: It that would have dispelled so many false rumors.
3: Well, yeah. yeah, I mean I'm I'm listening to the nine one one call from Paul Pelosi and yeah, it's clear, at least from that audio that I heard, he doesn't even have any idea who this guy is. This David Depap guy who broke into the house. And he is leaning pretty heavily on the uh, 911 operator. Hey, SOS, but I'm in danger and I can't really say a whole lot.
2: Yeah, the the odd thing is, and then people wonder, why didn't he lock himself in the bathroom? And then the other thing, and it, of course, we know that the pape guy, he's out of his mind yeah. on several levels. But if you are the person holding someone hostage, you're going to go with them to answer the door for the cops, or maybe you don't know it is the cops. And then, if you're going to attack the guy, you actually wait until it. You do it in front of cops. It, it's so bizarre, man. Yeah, I don't and know. And then the other part of Paul Pelosi has a drink in his hand. In yeah. the other hand, he's got the hammer in the right hand, <laughs> yeah. fighting the paper with it. And then, I guess you could say, well, that was just water. It looks like a cocktail. I don't know. It's odd. You know, so much of it, I mean, even though the Miguel Armaguer story from NBC has been debunked, you do end up with more questions that you didn't have before.
3: Yeah. Hmm. It's like he's still in his underwear. Paul Pelosi is. Now, the other guy is fully clothed. But Paul Pelosi has his underwear on, and it looks like he was allowed to put a dress shirt on, but not pants. Yeah, I don't know.
2: And, hey, can I get something to drink? Drink, okay. Pants, absolutely not. Right.
4: <laughs> well, maybe he didn't even ask to put pants on. I don't know.
3: We don't know. We have no idea.
2: I'm so confused.
4: I has mean, got so... a hammer going to hit me in the head with it. I may not think about that.
3: But, yeah, it is It is just... But a... I
4: wouldn't think about putting a dress shirt
2: on either. <laughs> oh, well, okay. If, if you're shirtless and you want to put a shirt on... You put on a dress shirt once every three years. Okay, this guy puts one on every day. This would be like you putting on your right, Alice sure. Cooper shirt. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just cracks me up, man. Oh, <laughs> putting on a dress shirt. Yeah. Okay. Um, we don't have time for the Ron DeSantis clip right now. No. As far as you know, the whole RNC leadership pick today. But DeSantis has said he wants new blood. Yeah.
3: He wants Harmeet Dillon. Yeah, that's kind of the game within the game, isn't it? Because uh, Ronna McDaniel Romney or whatever is, uh, whatever the correct order of her last name is, um, that's Trump's pick. Yeah, and the word is he's still backing her. Yeah.
2: So it's like the behind-the-scenes Trump-DeSantis yeah. battle is also going right. on. And then all eyes are on Memphis. There's the the Pfizer story that's out there. There's there's a whole lot happening. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are
0: you ready?
1: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins.
0: We just become best friends, yep.
1: Making sense of it all.
0: Oh, I
1: get it. And having some fun. Lighten up Francis. This is The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
2: The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins.
3: Another news update, David Van Camp. Well, this is uh, very odd. The I, I don't understand why uh, San Francisco authorities wanted to keep the Paul Pelosi information in the dark. Maybe there's other footage that this is like a smokescreen for, but this seems pretty straightforward to me. In a lot of ways,
2: I don't disagree with that at all. Okay, if you lay this out. Miguel Armaguerre at NBC and the Today Show has this report that Paul Pelosi, when he answered the door with the DePape guy there, walks back in through the foyer and then he got, you know, hammered in the head. Later, after he walked back toward the person
3: with the hammer. Yeah. That's well, not what happened yeah, at all. Now we have body cam footage that shows what happened in the moments, like the seconds leading up to the attack, where the door is opened um, and both men are holding the same hammer. Paul Pelosi still holding on to his drink, which that's a legendary boozer move. I will just say that. <laughs> Many people have yeah, it's made like, the
4: comment. It's like we got into some episode of Mad Men all of a sudden.
3: <laughs> but he, he, So the door is open and both men are holding the same hammer. The cops say, hey, uh, would you drop the hammer? David DePapp says no, wrestles the hammer away, charges in, and boom, bops the guy on the head, Paul Pelosi on the head. Pretty straightforward. But it, it, it just seems very odd that this wasn't released at the time because I, I it's like there's there's intense public scrutiny obviously i mean you got the yep. president of the united states at the time talking about this story uh to try to convince people to vote for democrats i mean th- th- there was intense public interest in this story and they had to be sued to release this footage which pretty much backs up uh, more or less what the fbi had written in the in one of the initial court filings
2: And on Fox, they're showing the part of the video that was released of the DePay guy breaking in. Or at least that's what it appears to be. Yeah, he is breaking in.
4: Have
3: you seen that part, David? I have not seen that part, no.
4: That's what it looks like. Yeah, because he lowers his shoulder, then it rams the door open after hitting
2: it with a hammer a million times. But after seeing the footage... The one question, as you just brought up, why didn't they release it? The other question people have is, this is odd because why does he have a drink in his hand if he's being quote held hostage? And then, if you are the DePape guy, you're allowing him to open the door, and then you wait till the cops are there, and yeah. it's you're wrestling the hammer away, and then you still hit him, but it's right in front of the cops. Yeah, it's odd, but there are some people saying. That there should be a huge apology to Miguel Armaguer at NBC because he got it right. I
7: don't quite get that because... After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or tried to leave his home. So that's that, true. That part is true. Yeah. But instead began walking several feet back into the foyer. That's blatantly false. Yeah, that, that's not true. Foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82 year old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources.
2: <laughs> okay, so Pelosi has the hammer in the right hand, he's got the drink in the left, and the pape is wrestling it away. And then once he has control of the hammer, the pape, then Pelosi does back away yeah. from him. And the dude immediately reaches up, like he's going to throw a ball, but he's got the hammer in the hand, and then lowers it down. Yeah. And you can hear the cops kind of freak out at that moment, like, oh, gosh.
3: Yeah. Can't. I don't think I can repeat exactly what they said. No. No. It was a four-letter word that one of them said, yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, yeah, a whole lot of questions. (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. Because you gotta wait until you get more information, obviously. And the fact that that part of Miguel's report that was so wrong. People have been fired for less. He's still got his gig. Although you know, he's I mostly wondered, doing severe weather now.
4: I wondered about when the guy is bludgeoning the door with a hammer over and over again. Is there an alarm that would go off immediately? It have to be. I would think Glass is broken? Yeah, and and you're throwing yourself against the door and you open
2: it or the window or whatever to get in? Yeah, there millions of people across the country have yeah. that sort of alarm system. Yeah, if, the if it's you're spring. the husband
4: of the speaker. Yeah, because sometimes, like, if a bird flies into your window or something, they'll go off.
2: Yeah, I've heard that. I mean, the,
4: I don't know. Again, that's just a weird thing with me. It's like, how did he... Hey, is there an audible sound that goes off in the house, or does it go to the police? What If that was the case, why did he have with, to call them?
2: With our alarm, dude, it's <laughs> deafening. You yeah. can't miss it. Right. I don't know, man.
4: I, that's the weird thing. I mean, I see this. and I, I, That's all this stuff that goes through my brain.
2: Yeah. Know. Okay. Other stuff happening today. Well, Memphis is, is being warned. Oh, man, it could get bad here because of the footage that's going to be released today of uh, the death
3: you've got the story david well yeah you've got the death of a uh, a black motorist at the hands of police they apparently beat him and then a couple days later he died in the hospital and it's it's very odd to see you know you got the chief of police of the city of memphis going out there and saying oh this is worse than the rodney king footage like dude you don't have to put that in people's heads i mean it's almost like you want people to riot yes Yes. I mean, you could say, hey, this is bad, and listen, all the cops involved have been charged criminally. They're yes. facing upwards of 60 years in prison, potentially. Yes. So, like, y- yeah, let let the process play out, because we're not going to let whatever it is. We Again, we haven't seen the, the footage of this, but it should be dropping any time now. Um, I mean, I, I don't understand why you can't just say the process is playing out. And we're not going to tolerate any violence. It's almost like they want violence to happen.
2: As far as the footage, as
3: far as you know,
2: are we just getting police cam footage?
3: Yes, that that's my understanding, at least, that okay. it's going to be uh, police, like, body cam footage. Okay. Well, from what we heard,
2: the guy, and again, I'll say it, no, he didn't deserve to die, but the word was he ran from the cops, and there was an altercation with him and the cops, right? Yeah. I hope that if they release the footage, it's not just of them beating this guy, but everything that led up to it. Yeah. And that's not to say it justifies everything, no. but if you think about the George Floyd thing, you might see 20 seconds of video and have your mind made up, but then if you see the nine minutes ahead of time, maybe it changes your mind, maybe it doesn't, but a lot of people walked away from that going, I had no idea. He wanted to be face down on the ground. I didn't know that. I didn't know they found pills in the car. I didn't know A, B, and C. So if you're going to be forthright, be forthright with everything. Yeah.
4: I And, again, I I mean, I, I'd hope that it would change minds or at least give people contemplate thought before doing something. But you've got professional protesters. They oh, sure. travel around the country lighting sure. stuff on fire. You know, that's what they do. Yes. And they're itching for something, and they can't wait to get involved. That's what pissed me off about the morning shows today. Memphis is bracing for, you know. Oh, yeah. Because they've set the scene. It's like the expectation is there.
2: Now you got to deliver. Agreed. Yeah. So. All right. Moving on.
3: The president actually talked about debt yesterday. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, he gave a speech yesterday, tried to talk about how he was really the fiscally conservative one.
0: Yes.
5: <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah.
3: All right.
0: Okay. Is this this goofy math he does again? The deficit in four went up four years in a row, accounting for forty percent of the entire two hundred years of debt. You hear me? No president added more to the debt in four years than my president. I bespoke I 25% of our country's entire debt.
2: Did he say my
3: president? Yes. Did he mean to say my predecessor? I think he meant to say predecessor. But, you know, there was a little thing that happened in 2020 where everybody went spending crazy because the government was shutting down small businesses and people were starving. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of has something to do with it. And and again, he likes to employ the funny math where he's like, "Yeah, our, we're we're reducing the deficit." Well, you're not actually reducing the deficit. <laughs> That's <laughs> spending less than uh, the last couple of years of nonstop COVID spending is not cutting spending. You're just not giving people two thousand dollar checks anymore. Oh boy! Um, update on another story.
2: Do um, you remember the girl out by San Diego at the Y and said, oh my gosh, there was a biological male in the women's locker room. And she went before city council talking about this and she was shamed by a lot of people on the left, but it's brought up this conversation of, hey, the whole trans activism stuff is really assaulting women's rights for crying out loud. And so apparently this... Biological dude, trans woman, had heard about what had happened at the city council and is doing an interview and claims to be the victim and had this to say.
9: On the morning of Thursday, December twelfth, my aqua sister Vicky, called to say, Chrissy, I'm so sorry about what happened last night in Sam T. I replied, Well, what happened? Her answer was Oh my God, you don't know, do you? Let me send you the Instagram video. I watch it and I collapsed in tears. I'm here to spread... Okay,
2: do you believe that person collapsed in tears?
9: No, I don't. Okay. I'm here to spread the light of truth in the face of these inaccuracies. I'm a mom, a grandmom. Now, please look at me. Listen to the sound of my voice. I am a threat to no one. In the year I've been a member of the Y, children have attended summer camp and have been with their parents and grandparents in the women's okay. locker room with me, and there has never, ever been an incident, ever. Not until one was manufactured using this forum to do so. I am fully transitioned, asking to be confirmed at my doctorate at Sharps, who is also my gynecologist. Oh, boy. I am sorry that this forum was previously used to spread lies and a hateful political agenda. Did
2: you hear the female in there say, oh, geez. Yeah. That's Megan Kelly. I happened to hear this on her podcast because I saw who her guests were, so I tuned into this. You know how sometimes on this show, there will be a certain story that for whatever reason just trips your trigger. And then it, you know, you're know you trying to keep control, but it, it just comes out on the air. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was an act at all. This was the slow burn of Megyn Kelly after hearing that and hearing this dude, trans woman, talk about their gynecologist. And I think it's probably worth it to let this roll a little bit. It'll end up to be, it's still less than a minute. But the part where she finally does lose it. Oh, because she's doing the interview, and then she says... Why
8: is it making my blood boil that Kristen claims to have a gynecologist? I I really, like, it's making my blood boil. And I'm having, like, a real reaction to it in a way I actually didn't expect. And I'm I'm thinking it through live. And part of it is, I just actually went to the gynecologist. Actual women have to go to the gynecologist once a year. When you just delivered a baby, you spend your life in with your gynecologist, your OBGYN. And... It's never particularly pleasant to go see the gynecologist. The exam doesn't feel particularly good. The Pap smear is very uncomfortable. No one looks forward to that. We actually have things we need to worry about, like ovarian cancer. It
2: reminds me of like talking to your wife and say, and when they say, "Be lucky, you're a guy. Just feel lucky about mm-hmm. that. You don't have to go through A, B, and C." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm glad I don't." Have to no, do I've that. always because said
4: it so. was a lot less maintenance. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. but then the boil goes,
4: <laughs> or
8: other kinds of cancers that you can get in the OB field. Um, you, you have to get a breast exam. You're constantly worrying whether they're going to find a lump and how that could go. There are things that are particular to that exam and that relationship that no fucking man is ever going to have. <laughs> all right? So that guy doesn't have a gynecologist. That guy has a hole that a surgeon created at best.
2: <laughs> Whoa, man. Where a penis used to be. And it goes yeah. on and on. And Dad, I'm like, holy yo. mackerel. She snapped. It just reminded me of the show sometimes. But that's true. Holy shit. Yes, yeah. man. Wow. dude! Everyone stop playing pretend. This is absolute freaking madness.
3: (laughs) You can put a Lamborghini logo on a Miata, but it's not (laughs) going to make it a Lamborghini, okay?
2: It is not.
3: If I say it is, it is. (laughs) It's not about your feelings for crying out
2: loud. Okay. More on the Pelosi video that's been released and much more coming up right here. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, the Pelosi video has been released. Been talking about that quite a bit today, and keeping an eye. Well, all of the major outlets are watching Memphis right now to see what happens yeah. when the police cam footage of the death that happened there. And I'm seeing that the family of the deceased is saying, "Hey, peaceful protest." Oftentimes that's the case. Yeah. People don't listen. As you've said before, Scott, a lot of people are coming in from other states. Yeah. It's what they do. Cause problems. So keeping an eye on that. Some of them don't even know why they're there. Meanwhile, we have a problem in the United States, well at least that's what Gavin Newsom is thinking, because people are tired of the word latinx.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom is trying to parlay two mass shootings into a 2024 campaign ad, even though the two shootings proved that his gun control measures are pointless. Uh, Well, he tried to go after Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis for two unrelated things. Uh, Governor Sanders, for example, has removed references to the offensive woke term Latinx from state publications. Um, and Ron DeSantis said no thanks to being part of that big testing phase of the new advanced placement African-American studies uh, thing. They're testing it out in like 60 schools. Florida said we right. don't want to be a part of it. Right. Uh, anyway, here is Gavin Newsom trying to run for president.
0: Okay. Number one death for children last year was gun-related, and you didn't do a damn thing. Congress is sitting on the spot. You've got politicians that are banning. Not assault rifles, but the word Latinx. They're not even serious. AP courses for deeper understanding. I mean, what, what is going on in this country?
2: Uh, people have woken yeah. up and seen what you're trying to do to the country right. with what? the Marxist ideology, but you're just calling it something different, and they're standing up to it.
3: Well, That's the, what's happening. The other thing is, he signed a law that bans doctors from pushing back against the COVID company line. Oh, that's right. So, I mean. Well, they're on his team yeah, right. for people to pay him. The the one takeaway from that clip and that uh, all of the interviews that he's done, this seems like to me a really good AAA ball player who's getting a sniff at the show and suddenly doesn't know where the ball is. Like he wow. looks like he's crumbling. He is he's going to wilt, man. I he, there's no way he's going to be a Democratic Party player unless he's installed. But voters are not going to go for him.
2: Yeah, I I tend to think man i've been saying he's the guy, and the reason I say that is because he's got the push behind him, so I'll probably stick with that for a while but if you do if you go back like ten to fifteen years interviews that he's done, yeah. not a bright guy, no
4: he reminds me of the melodramatic guy on every soap opera, yeah <laughs> like,
2: you know yes,
3: good call on that. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. I think I know the biggest story so far today, David. Yeah, well, the Paul Pelosi body cam footage has been released, and, uh, well, I really don't understand why they couldn't release this earlier because a whole lot of questions. Now, there are more questions that are being asked. Yes. Now that we're actually being able to see what uh, part of what transpired the night that uh, David Depat broke into the house of the then Speaker of the House's, well, then the Speaker of the House and attacked her husband, Paul Pelosi. But, I, you know, I, I again, it kind of backs up what the official narrative was. So I, I don't understand what, what else are they hiding, because it makes no sense to keep this under wraps. More on that we'll get to. And a Jeopardy!
2: champion claims he lost because of racism. Mm-hmm. Straight ahead. Markley, Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp.
3: Well, we're going over the Paul Pelosi body cam footage, the Paul Pelosi attack body cam footage, I should say. And the strangest thing to me still, I know I feel like a broken record right now, but the strangest thing to me is that San Francisco authorities didn't want to, didn't want to release this. Because remember what the justification was. The justification was that it would promote conspiracy theories and disinformation. Oh.
2: (laughs) Well, I have an idea now. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let's just pretend for a second. First of all, you could do a good job with this, David. For those that have not seen it, still a lot of people,
3: paint the picture of what happens. So what happens in the body cam footage is that the cops roll up and, you know, they knock on the door uh the two police officers kinda of talk back and forth like hey you going over code language and whatnot. And then the door opens and Paul Pelosi is there. He's wearing a dress shirt, but he's in his it looks like boxer briefs or boxer shorts. And he is holding a hammer up in the air, which is also gripped by the attacker, David DePap. Uh in Paul Pelosi's left hand he's got a drink. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're both just kind of standing there in the entryway of the home. And uh, the police officer tells David DePap, hey, would you put the hammer down? Uh, David Pap says no. And then wrestles the hammer away, grabs it with both hands, and then brings it down onto Paul Pelosi's head off camera. You can't see the actual strike. But you see yes. uh, uh, the scuffle as they move out of the, the line of sight of the body cam and then, boom, here's the whap on the head, and then the cops run in and, and arrest him. Right. Okay. So
2: the narrative at the time, at least as far as legacy media goes, okay, they wanted to paint Pap as this crazy right-winger, right? And these attacks on people, has got to be stopped, and this is sort of Trump's America. I'm paraphrasing. But wasn't that sort of the narrative? Yeah. Okay. So, going back to the question of um, why would they not release it, because they said it would spread conspiracy theories. And at first watch, you would say, yes, a lot would be cleared up if they just showed it. However, if you just saw the video, what does it appear to be? You're just a person that sees this. That doesn't look like someone holding someone else hostage. Mm. Whether that's true or not, I have no idea. But what it looks like is, you know, two people that are having an argument about something, but they're not really saying it. In other words, it doesn't look like Paul Pelosi is in danger or feels like he's in danger for his life when he opens the door. Yeah. I mean, you've got a, you know, button-up dress shirt on, you're in your boxer briefs, and you got a drink in your hand. And then in your left hand, you're kind of right next to... You know who would be the guy holding you hostage, and you both have a hammer in your hand. That is not the usual thing you would expect to see from someone holding someone else hostage. It looks like something else may have been going on, and I'm not saying that it was. I'm saying how it appears to be. I'm looking at reactions online. There are a lot of similar reactions. Let's just put it that way. Mm
4: -hmm. Interesting thing. Did the cops announce... Who was who was ringing the doorbell and knocking on the door for to gain entry? Did they, please open up? Did they do that?
3: No, because it wasn't. Remember, the. if you listen to the 911 call, uh, it is clear that Paul Pelosi is speaking sort of in a coded language to the 911 operator. Mm-hmm. And so what they said was it was, oh, I forget what the verbiage it was that they used, but it was basically a non-emergency call. So it wasn't a you know bang 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 open up kind of situation. It was uh-huh. a knock at the door, and then it's like, hey, San Francisco Police, and um, and because they didn't know what they were walking into. It's just interesting to me if you've got a hammer to somebody's
4: head, and you're going to do them danger. Why you would allow the door to be opened?
3: It's odd. All yeah, all of it's odd. Yeah,
4: that would be but, weird. It's like no, you're not answering that
2: door.
3: Well, then what he, was the story with this guy before?
2: I mean, he's alone.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, he had conversations with an invisible bird fairy. That's it. I I almost said something with
2: fairy bird fairy. I
3: forgot. How do you forget that? Well, the other other thing in this video that's kind of odd to me is that it's not clear who opens the door. And I don't think some people are saying, oh, there's clearly a third person in the house. I I don't buy that. What I think happened was uh, DePape with his left hand opened the door, actually, because it doesn't look like Paul Pelosi would have been in a position to open the door at all. Because he got a drink in one hand and he got the hammer in the other hand. Right. So I think That's th- true. maybe with his other hand, the pap actually opens the door and allows it to swing inward, taking a step back. Yeah. I mean going over this like it's like like it's you know right. Amazon Web Stats, you know, I analytics know. Right. of a football yeah. game.
4: <laughs> well it is that you put all this together and you think, you know, yeah. if this in fact was a guy who was meant to do harm to Paul Pelosi, the last thing I'm going to do is open up the door when somebody knocks. Yeah, Unless it, and, and if it was Nancy that he was after, you wouldn't open the door for her.
2: I wouldn't think so. I think
4: she'd have a key to the place. <laughs> you know? I mean.
2: Yeah. Yeah, still a lot of questions. No doubt about that. Yeah. One of the other stories out there, the Pfizer story. David, this is also very odd. Because we don't know this guy that supposedly has been you know, somewhat of a higher up for Pfizer, is sort of bragging on this date set up by Project Veritas that's telling some things about Pfizer. Yeah, that very
3: well could be true. Yeah, the they you know Project Veritas they pulled the old honeypot on this guy. Uh, what's his name? Tristan uh, Jordan Tristan Walker got him to talk about how Pfizer was uh, discussing working on a directed evolution of the coronavirus to make more vaccines. Um, so in this updated video, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas confronts Jordan Christian Walker, letting this person know that he'd been targeted by the group. Uh, the the funny thing is, is in the lead up to it, the guy actually mentions that hey, there's some conservative group that does hidden videos. Why why to the person who supposedly is date. Yes. Like, why Why do you keep asking me about my work? Uh, like, that kind of, like, he keeps right. going over and over like that. Yeah,
2: because we were, you know, yeah. this is the first time we heard it, his laugh, he's giggling. Yeah. Yeah,
5: Scooby-Doo. Very,
3: very odd, yes. It is. A little. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Project <laughs> <laughs> James O'Keefe, <laughs> and <that's, laughs> you're waiting for zoinks. <laughs> and that's when James O'Keefe dropped the ruse and came
6: in. Is this real life? What is happening here? Why? What is going on here? This is absurd. Why does Pfizer want to hide from the public that they're mutating the COVID virus? Oh my God! You're on video. Uh, we're, 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 I'm a journalist. Bro, first of all, I'm literally a liar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, I'm literally <laughs> a liar. <laughs> 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 he's, he's on video. Whoa. You're saying we're exploring how Hi, the virus keeps um, mutating. Is- can I talk to you outside about absolutely this? Absolutely not. You're not even my wife on this. What is your name? Because you... You really did. I'm about to see you. This is absurd. Please. please. you have someone mock me as if they're going on a date to record me? You don't even know my position at this. But
2: man, these are all the different (laughs) stages of panic. (laughs) (laughs) Goes from what, huh? I'm a liar. Then it's the threats. (laughs) And then it's
6: I was trying to impress a person on a date. What's lying? I was literally trying. Okay. I'm not even a scientist by background. You know, that you I came from a consulting firm right. that does business. I literally was on a birthday with a guy, and like normal men, you lie to impress a date. Like normal, normal men? men.
2: <laughs> you lie.
6: <laughs> you can't make it up. Oh my God. Mutating viruses? Do you, do, you, do you not work for Pfizer? This guy! I thought he was a D. Sir, do you not work for Pfizer? Do you oh. work for contractor? Oh. What do you currently work for Pfizer, yes or no? Yeah,
2: and then later he takes the iPad, he throws it down. Yeah. Little altercation.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, and it's been brought up and it's true. That guy could be in trouble with the law. He took somebody's property yeah. and destroyed it. can't do that. That's against the law. He did when all else failed though, you had the
4: race card in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did do that, too. He pulled he, that one out. He was he, unsafe. He did not feel safe. No. All these white people and him.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you see it. You're a witness. You see it. Yeah. And then as they're trying to get the iPad back, you assaulted me. You just hit me. It
3: was all that nonsense. No, no, no. I'm still trying to find the actual paper trail of who this guy really is. Because I'm looking on like the Pfizer's website, and I know they could scrub it, but if you go with the Wayback Machine it shows edits to pages and i don't really see him mentioned in pat like before last week i don't see him or before this past week i don't see him mentioned as an employee that's so, interesting so i don't i don't know man i something I maybe
2: he was just putting that out there on social media to impress you know potential dates
3: <laughs> well yeah i don't know i <laughs> i don't know something is off with the whole thing and but if, if he didn't work for Pfizer,
4: wouldn't you come out if you're Pfizer and right away say, hey, no. this guy made they, the whole thing uh, up. No idea, we don't even know who he is. You am yeah.
3: if, I'm, if I'm running communications for Pfizer, I'm not going to put out proactively any statement at all. Because it's like, okay, maybe 10% of the American public will see it. And that's it, because so, Pfizer has cover. They know. have cover
2: from big tech outside of Twitter now. And they have cover from legacy media. So a lot of people will, you're right, never know of this story. And they, and they like it that way. <laughs>
0: Gosh dang.
3: They do. Speaking of racism, somebody lost at Jeopardy because of racism? What's this story? No, So a guy who won three episodes of Jeopardy All right. uh, is now ranting about racism, and it's crazy. He lost after three. Uh, Yogesh Rao, he lives in Vancouver, Washington, won just shy of $100,000 before he finally lost uh And he has been going on a rant on Facebook over the last uh few weeks uh going after how jeopardy is this terrible thing in the quizzing community i didn 't realize there was a quizzing community, but no, there you? is one i'm 'm sure that it's uh, uh i 'm sure that it 's a marginalized community
4: well that 's the q and l g b t q
3: But yeah, so uh, earlier this month posted on Facebook, Jeopardy is not the problem, but its centrality to American society is there will never be a healthy quizzing culture in this country until we learn to stop pretending that Jeopardy is important. And putting the show on a pedestal is objectively a bad thing and bad for the future of quizzing. He compared his win on the show to a chess grandmaster racking up a string of victories at high-level tournaments, but only winning recognition for beating low-ranked players. It's it's just it's it's very bizarre. Uh, But he says the problem with the quiz culture in America, it runs deeper than just Jeopardy itself. Here we Uh, go. We live in a racist society. (laughs) Racism doesn't always look like a tiki torch held aloft or a swastika on an armband. Sometimes it looks like a double standard in defining arrogance or other undesirable qualities. Sometimes it looks like projecting aggressiveness into neutral behavior. Don't criticize me for saying insane oh, okay. things like I'm like Muhammad Ali in the quiz world. You're just racist. Bizarre. I'm thinking if Alex Trebek was still around, what would he say to all that? I
2: don't know.
0: Go fly a kite. Pro- <laughs> probably. Ron DeSantis
4: has just banned critical quiz
2: theory,
0: <laughs> 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 it will not be taught in any school.
2: <laughs> Oh my goodness, man.
1: We'll do some jive
2: talking. <laughs> you should be dancing with the BG. All right. News update. Straight ahead. Van Camp and Robin show Jamie Markley David Van Camp Scott Robbins okay a lot going on David you said before the biggest story of the day was the release of the Paul Pelosi video of him getting attacked mm-hmm. by that Pape guy so it covered that quite a bit and still looking to see what's going to happen in Memphis as they release police video footage of uh, Tyree Nichols who ended up dead and I think they're afraid around Memphis and surrounding areas that it's going to get ugly and hopefully it doesn't go that way. You had a story about the saga of Jack Phillips
3: Yeah uh, The Alphabet Mafia is still going after Jack Phillips. That baker in Colorado who was first targeted more than 10 years ago because oh, he yeah. wouldn't make a custom wedding cake for a gay couple mm-hmm. um, He got a partial victory in the Supreme Court a few years ago in that case back in 2018 But at the same time, uh, actually it was in 2017, the the same day the court announced it would hear his appeal case or his appeal in the cake case, a lawyer named Autumn Scardina ordered a custom cake telling him at first it was just a birthday cake, then told him it was actually a a gender transition reveal cake. They targeted him. Of course, that's what they do. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. Well, he got reported to the state of Colorado. Now he's back in court fighting for his right to free speech. The Colorado Court of Appeals yesterday ruled that Jack Phillips violated state law by refusing to provide the service and was not protected by the First Amendment. On and on it goes. This guy's going to have to wind up going back to the Supreme Court. Unreal. And these activists, if they have, I just didn't
2: hear about it. Have they ever gone into a Muslim bakery and asked Gosh, the same thing? Ew. Why? <laughs> Come on. Because <laughs> they, they, they would be they, equally offended, wouldn't they, if they uh, are all about what they say they are? Christians are evil in their world. They hate Christians.
3: Yeah. Well, it, okay.
4: in this case... They do. That's, that's the bottom line, is they just hate Christians.
3: Yeah, this case always gets warped, too, because they say he wouldn't sell them a cake, and that's, that's not, not true. true. The it, it was about making a custom piece of art in the form of food, right? That And that's what he says no to. The guy won't even make Halloween-themed cakes because he feels that that violates his religious principles. Well, right. also, just the difficulty
4: involved with the transgender cake. Right. Had change, cake had to change into a pie <laughs> like
2: that. Because it might identify. Yes. <laughs> wow. That is a trick. hard to do. Oh, <laughs> The ship shaper right. bakery. Well, wow.
4: it comes out with the tablecloth on it, and you pull it back, and the <laughs> cake becomes a pie. <laughs>
2: All right, we got to get set up for the Friday Five countdown we do every Friday. You know, we were talking about this yesterday. Throughout January, what we do—the greatest vocalists of all time—and then we did the greatest guitarists that also sing. Yeah, right. Because we've done bassists Bass that players, sing. Yeah, we've never done we had drummers that sang. Oh, that's right. Yeah, drummers that sang. Mm-hmm. Greatest guitarists. That's right. And then yesterday we decided. Well, we've never done the best. Piano players are keyboard players that also sing. Yeah. Okay. Be thinking about that. Because hmm. there's great keyboard players. Sometimes they don't sing. Right. So it's got to be the combination. If you want to get in early, the number is 210-619-2053. The Friday Five Next right here.
5: Are you ready?
2: I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. It's Friday. That means it's time for our countdown. We do every Friday, the Friday Five starts like this. Five, five, it,
5: three, seven, one, 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 one.
1: The countdown is on. You know what this means? It's our favorite time of the week. Anybody? Friday five. It will test your head and your mind and your brain. On the Markley, Van Camp and Robbins show. Okay. Today for our Friday 5, never
2: done it before. Strangest police cam video released, and it is the Paul Pelosi Police <laughs> Cam Video. That's your number one. No one else close. That's the big story today. No, that's not the Friday 5. Friday no. 5 is the greatest piano players or keyboard players who also sing. Wow! Mm. Think you, about this you, real quick. What comes top of mind? Well, yeah, yeah, I can't say it now, right? You just told me not to say top of mind anymore because it irritates somebody. I so know. I'm well, going to say I've it
4: more. I've been told by two people they don't like. Why come Mark Markley says top. I of just mind don't what that.
2: comes to the top. Right? I, said, the I first don't thing? know why. I know who I thought of and who I thought of first actually ended up to be number one.
4: Oh, me too. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think one and two are exactly the same. Hmm.
2: Maybe I don't know. The number, if you want to get in on this, 210-619-2053. David, do you want to give criteria before we get started?
3: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, it's the usual thing. It's how big was this artist at the height of their powers? How Mm -hmm. much do they stand the test of time or how well do they stand the test of time? How much do you personally like it? And then with this, there may be a fourth criteria, which is basically, uh, were they mainly a piano player? How often did they play piano on the songs that they were singing? That actually hurts some people. Yeah. So if it's like 50% of the time, well, out of 1 through 10, that would be a 5. Right. So that would potentially bring some people down. Yes. So now that we've got all that out there, who's first today? Let's talk to Donnie in Vancouver. Hey, Donnie.
9: Hey,
0: guys. How you doing? Great, Donnie. Thanks for checking in, man. What you think? I'm trying to come in back-to-back weeks at number one. I'm going to go with the killer, Jerry Lee.
1: Oh, dude. Jerry Lee. Yes. (laughs) Is gracious,
2: great ball Let's by. just forget about personalized stuff, okay? Yeah. Well, when we just talk about the killer and his tunes, yeah. Top five
4: musicians who married their
2: cousin. Ball hey, <laughs> I love these old songs. I like this song too. I.
5: It's, uh...
2: Yeah, my dad had all of his records. Yes. But not quite there. Test of time.
5: Yeah, a bit of an it's it's yeah. up there,
3: but not like some of these others. It's really this song. That's that's what still has a, a big test of time. And, but the rest of yeah. the catalog, yeah. All right, we'll do a Jerry Lee deep dive another day. All right. Okay. Who's next? Uh, let's talk to Woody in Vancouver. Hey, Woody.
0: Hey guys, love your show. Before I get to my artist, I just have one question. Where's Doug? We <laughs> I can't don't know where Doug names.
2: is. <laughs> We've been calling out for him. No response. <laughs>
4: That's Joe Biden, by the way.
2: Yes.
0: I I hope my sources are better than Miguel Amaguer, but household woodiness, says Elton John.
2: Oh, oh yeah. household woodiness wins again. Walk Number
5: one.
2: Okay, the floor is yours, gentlemen, to talk about Elton John.
5: height I mean,
3: of his powers, huge. Yep, past of time, huge. Yep. Personal light. Like, for me personally, not huge, but not bad. Probably about uh, seven, personal light. Like. Do you ever have any
2: artists that you'll never reach for to put it on, but if it comes on somewhere, you're not going to turn it
3: off? Elton John is definitely one of those. Yeah, that's yeah. one of those for me. Too. I
2: reach for him.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you know, still, I still, I at least once every couple of months, yeah. I'll throw my Elton John mix on and just listen to it. What's your go-to song? Uh, Tiny Dancers, one of them. Oh. Uh, gosh, Saturday Night's All Right, yeah. His Bitches Back. Yeah, I mean, some of those songs I love. Uh, Someone Saved My Life tonight, yeah. I love it. Yeah, good song. Um, I got a
2: picture with him somewhere. Really? Yeah. Do I know the Elton John story? You met Elton? Yeah. Did you embarrass yourself or were you. No,
4: it was really quick. Uh, I spent more time with Bernie Toppin because nobody knew who Bernie Toppin was. Wow.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. I want to hear more about that. I know we got to get moving. We got to get to the rest of the countdown. So all of a sudden, we have our number
3: one. Who's next up now? Uh, Let's talk to Kathy in Peoria. Hey, Kathy.
5: Hi.
2: Hey, Kathy. Hi.
5: How are you?
4: Thanks for checking <laughs> hey, in. Hey, How are you? I think I know how, how you are
5: today so
6: far. Great show. Yeah, thanks. Um, oh, thanks. Uh, I gotta get to work, so I'll be quick. Um, my vote is for because my top three are already taken, so I'm
1: gonna go for Freddie Mercury.
2: Oh yeah. man! You know we I were feel talking like
4: about. I'm responsible for this not being on the list. What? So you you what did so you do, do, Scott? I left it off. I... And I'll tell you why. Okay. And I love Freddie Mercury. You guys know that. Yeah. I think I left it off because it was the criteria that he was more of a frontman singer than a piano player, although he did play the piano on three or four songs that were hits. Big songs. Yeah. I mean, somebody to love he played the piano on. Man. Killer Queen, he played the piano on.
2: I think there are going to be people that's going to I know, make an I, argument I, I do. that, I, I could,
4: that I, he got. Railed. I went back and forth on that one. I did, but yeah. until when we talked about the criteria, I thought, well, he was more of a singer.
5: Yeah,
2: I understand. I understand your in thought. my mind, but I know, I know, just I'm probably wrong. If you're going to get punished Hundred percent wrong. So anyway, okay, who's next, David? Uh, let's talk to Noel in
3: Virginia.
5: Greetings, i in!
2: <laughs>
0: hey, Noel!
2: Noel, thanks for checking in. You doing okay?
0: Yes, but, but I heard that Duncan was upset with Robbins earlier this week when he was working on his car's Johnson rods. <laughs> it, it, it seems that Robbins kept trying to get a little peeksy at them.
5: <laughs>
0: God dang it. That happens. And it, yeah, but in order to prevent further peeksy incidents, <laughs> Camp enacted a rule. He called it the pixies Evoking Lasting, Overwhelming Sickness Immediately and Completely Terminated, or the Pelosi Act,
2: for short. Cash <laughs> <Gosh>, dang it. <laughs> Very good. Well, what are you thinking today for a piano or a keyboard player that sings?
0: Well, the community, my answer to the question, this is David Van Camp, favorite singing keyboard player is boot-edge-edge, boot, edge. No, no. The actual answer is, who is
3: Billy Joel? Oh, yes. Number three. Huge Billy Joel fan, David Van Camp. I really hate it whenever this top five features the voice of pure evil. (laughs) I feel like it really sullies the list. Billy Joel, I don't equate with pure evil.
2: He is. How do you explain that? Good people don't write songs like that.
4: Hmm. I don't know what his out. hatred is. He's going to form a supergroup with Mark
2: Knopfler.
5: <laughs>
2: you know what would be
4: fun?
5: Now this, if you
2: hear the show sometimes, you might be lost, but to do David Van Camp's top five hated artists of all time. <laughs> Boy. I, I was, know this is in the five, and so yeah. is Mark Knopfler. Mark Knopfler, tr- probably number one. Billy honestly. Joel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. It, it, a lot of times, it's not these polarizing... People no. usually for most people it's somebody out of nowhere. Like I I've heard people say, I don't I don't really care for dire straits, but I've never heard anyone other than you, David, yeah. say I can't stay well, a
3: bad guy. <laughs> (laughs) You know what's weird? I I guess I didn't realize this. My wife was watching The Princess Bride, which that's kind of hard for me to appreciate now because Rob Reiner is such a nut.
4: nut. It's hard for
3: me to separate. Spinal Tap is easier for me to separate. But I did not realize that Mark Knopfler did the soundtrack to The Princess Bride, and now I just never want to see that movie again. Oh, man. I've never liked the soundtrack to it. But I see (laughs) music by Mark Knopfler, and all of a sudden, so many things in my life clicked at the same time. (laughs) This is why I've never really loved this movie. Wow. Okay, Grievances Friday
2: uh, has come to a close, and now back to the countdown. Our <laughs> <The right>. greatest <laughs>
3: piano or keyboard players that also sing. Uh, let's talk to Uncle Shulte and Gresham. Hey, Uncle Shulte.
1: Yeah, gentlemen. If the police would have came to my house last night, they'd have found me in my underwear with a Colt forty-five in one hand, a hammer in the other. In listening to Ray Charles.
5: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. What you say, it's true, Jack? Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more, it's true, Jack? And don't you come oh, back no
2: more? Ray Charles. I oh, well, think well, if you had the top ten, so Ray Charles is there. Mean, no, yeah. The
3: no doubt.
1: It's hard to argue with say anybody say in the top five. So.
3: Okay, who's next? Uh, Let's talk to Greg in Portland. Hey, Greg.
0: Gentlemen. Greg. Viva Costa Rica. (laughs) Hey, Greg. Yeah, viva.
7: I got the coffee, and even Stevie Wonder could probably
1: see the falsified documents classified documents in Joe's garage. <laughs> I'm a number Zeta- two.
5: <laughs> Pull the trigger on Stevie Wonder there.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, of course, of course, Stevie Wonder could see the documents because Stevie Wonder is not really blind. This is another David Van can't believe it. No, it's, it's not a belief. It's a fact. He is not actually <laughs> blind. He can see. He's faking it. Ah. <laughs> The, I want the actual proof of this. I've
2: seen some of the videos that you've shown me before, dude. There's a the video the
3: mic stand. They're all playing "Hey Jude," and someone knocks over the mic, and Stevie Wonder just grabs it out of thin air. How he does can a blind it guy do wind. that? Well, His you're, you're, senses are your at other an all-time senses high. Senses
4: are right. Our huh yeah, right now, sure. Yeah.
3: He could hear which way it was. Falling, you know what? Man. You know what sense was actually engaged in that time? The sense of sight, because he can <laughs> see. He's not blind. <laughs>
4: I saw him one time, and he was an hour and a half late. And, really? And the argument was he doesn't he doesn't tell time. Are you serious? He has no concept of time.
2: Did you know I saw Stevie Wonder once? Hour and a half late? No, not oh, at all. Okay. He was on time. He had to be on time because it was a taping of The Tonight Show in 1995. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay, so we have our number one, our number two, our number three. Still looking for four and five. The greatest piano or keyboard players of all time, but they also got to sing. And again, the number is 210-619-2053, and we'll wrap it up coming up right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Get to a news update in less than 15 minutes. Got the Scott Robbins trifecta to get to. What's lot going on today. First, we've got to wrap up our Friday Five countdown we do every Friday. Today, the greatest piano or keyboard players who also sing. There's your number one, Elton John. Stevie Wonder, number two. Billy Joel at three. We're still looking for number four and five. We've had some great honorable mentions too like jerry lee lewis freddie mercury and others yeah. and now back to it david let's talk to
3: dave in oregon hey dave
6: well happy friday gentlemen
2: david hey man we love david
3: yes yeah, heck yeah. yeah. we
1: love we love president trump i can't wait though he's
2: going to be hitting the road back on social media look out mm-hmm
1: so what's Joe going to campaign from his basement or what?
2: <laughs> if he's still around, we'll see. Good well, what are you Lord. thinking today about piano or keyboard player?
1: Well, my first two guesses were taken, but this one here is a, kind of like a part-time piano player. He's more of a bass player. But you can't beat him when he sings. Paul McCartney.
3: Absolutely. Number four. <laughs> There's a lot of those Beatles hits, too, that he played piano on. Yes, sir. We were going through the list yesterday, like, well, how many hits did he play piano on? And it's like, they just kept coming. (laughs) Yep. I'm guessing
2: he's the only guy that's made multiple of these lists. Yes. Yeah. Any personal hate for him, David? I love Tom McCartney. Okay. I think we're all in the same boat on that. Mm -hmm. A lot of
3: appreciation there. Okay. Who's next? Uh, Let's talk to uh, Steve calling in from Texas.
2: Yes. Hey, Hey, Steve.
6: Hey. What
3: you thinking, bud?
6: I'm thinking Greg Allman of the Allman Brothers.
2: Yeah. I was talking about that yesterday. Absolutely. There's a lot of good versions of Midnight Rider. His solo version is pretty cool. sound like it better than
4: the Almond Brothers
2: band version. His production is better. I like them both. I don't want to pick one if I don't have to. I bought this album when I was a kid, too. Did you really? Yep. Multicolored lady. Wow. Is that when you started smoking cigarettes when you were like eight?
3: Uh, probably bong hits. <laughs> <laughs> no, you
4: didn't. No, I didn't.
3: <laughs> All right. Who's next? Uh, we got Mary in Delaware. Hey, Mary. Hi, guys. Happy Mary. Friday. Yeah, Hi, you too, Mary. Okay. Thanks for checking
5: Yay.
6: in. Okay, so, uh, well, mine were taken, but I think she may be a better songwriter, but I'll say Carole King.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I feel the
2: earth Pretty good piano player, too.
6: Under my feet, I feel the sky
5: tumbling down.
2: You love this album, aren't you, Scott? Tapestry. Good record. Is that like a romance playlist, or is that just any time? Um, I don't reach for it all the time, but okay.
8: occasionally.
4: So Far Away it was on there.
8: Um, the oh, yeah,
4: I, li- I, I mean, I like the album. I like I the album a lot. I was really young. When you look I mean, I had to get to it
3: later, but got it. All right. I know we got to move because we still got number five out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number five is a little bit tricky, I think. Uh, let's talk to Mick in Michigan. Hey, Mick. Yeah. Hey, man. What you what, thinking? Okay. Yeah, Mick. What song, Mick? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, what
4: song, right, what song you picking today? Piano play. Oh, well
1: actually this actually this is Doug. Uh, I hear Joe
3: Biden's looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. no, actually this is Mick. Um, uh, so many good ones have been taken. How about someone whose name screams keyboards, Alicia Keys?
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> Classically now. true. Yeah. What's that? I said classically trained pianist. Yes.
2: Okay, I guess we better get to number five. Yeah. All right. Nobody called for this, huh? Mm. You know what? It didn't come to my mind right away, but once we started looking at all the criteria, it's like, oh, man, this is pretty true. Number five. Dennis DeYoung. Yep. Sticks. Okay, sang a lot of their big songs. And was the piano keyboard player? Yep. Yes. Go ahead and solo it,
5: Scott. I Go
7: ahead.
2: Dynasty Young <laughs>
4: enunciated every single yes. lyric. You knew exactly what he was going to say.
2: <laughs> During the trifecta, Scott will sing that. I'm sure. This is the Markley, Vane Camp, and Robin show.
3: Biggest story of the day today, David. Uh, I mean, it, it's the Paul Pelosi body cam footage that's been released, and it answers some questions and. Raises other questions. Uh, certainly, uh, we'll be going over that and part of the 911 call. And boy, the whole thing seems very bizarre. And I'm still just wondering why in the world would San Francisco officials not release this? Because it does clear up some of the outstanding questions. It does.
2: And then, of course, y- you go down this <laughs> rabbit hole of who was it that actually made the decision not to release it? And I think if even we knew that, maybe we would have more idea as to why they didn't want to. But we will get to that. And Scott Robbins' top three of the day, the trifectic. Coming up next. Camp, and show. i Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Camp, the
3: Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. Scott Robbins, news update. David Camp. Okay, so of course, the city of Memphis, Tennessee, is on edge as uh, officials are going to be releasing the body cam footage of the death of Tyree Nichols, who mm-hmm. was beaten by five police officers and then died a few days later in the hospital, uh, presumably from his injuries. Um, and the officers involved have been arrested, charged with what second degree murder. You're looking at like 15 to 60 years in prison, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, Pretty big ballpark, obviously. Um, now this one feels a little different because while well, the the cops in this case are all black, they're not white. Yes, so it takes one of the narratives away from legacy media, right? Uh, but 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 not really. And I believe it was you, Jamie Markley, who said within 24 hours. Uh, somebody is going to say it doesn't matter that the police officers uh are black, it it matters they're like foot soldiers for white supremacy or something like that, right? You thought someone would have. Yeah, that I thought take. some kook would have that take. Yes, yes. it's happened. Um, All right, so, yeah. <laughs> Good one. Uh, so easy
2: to predict
4: anymore. It really is. Although and it that com- was
3: difficult. It it, it comes from uh, Jamel Hill. Yes. Oh, God. Formerly yes. of ESPN. Um, I, I mean, such a toxic personality that ESPN even had to fire her. Like, yeah, no, we're not. We're not doing business with you anymore. Um, she writes, "I need so many people to understand this regarding Tyree Nichols. Several of the police officers who murdered Freddie Gray were black. The entire system of policing is based on white supremacist violence. We see people under the boot of okay. oppression carry its water all the time." <laughs> The boot
2: of oppression. Yes. Okay. I suppose if your whole job is, you know, race hustling, this is the conclusion you come to, I guess. Okay. There has to be law and order. People agree with that. The people that are most affected by lack of policing over the last few years have been, well, people of color in bad neighborhoods across the country and everybody knows this but yet they still push this crap out there yeah. and a lot of people just kind of roll their eyes when they hear it i don't know of anybody other than young stupid white people that believe
3: it yeah uh well Jamel hill also defended that position saying history says that policing has everything to do with white supremacy it wasn't about protecting people it was about protecting white folks property and shielding them from us meaning black people uh, police history is rooted in slave-catching and specifically the Fugitive Slave Act. That's astoundingly not true. There is no, no. bigger
4: racist on the planet than her.
2: Does she understand the history of a
3: slavery
4: a Horrible racist.
3: in different countries around the world? Well, and also that policing goes back well beyond the founding of America? <laughs> of course. So, hmm. Which, of course, slavery does too. Right.
2: <laughs> it's It's... It's so ridiculous, man. <laughs> okay. So, the, so these five guys, were they aware of their white supremacy
3: or were they willing white supremacists, well, I think according to Jamel? I think they are, in her words, under the boot of oppression but carrying the water for white supremacy. So I think willingly. I think that's what it was. So, so all these black guys in Tennessee decided we're going to be white supremacists. According to the woke mind virus, okay? So and listen, I'll say this. I'm not saying the guy deserved to die.
2: Of course, he didn't (laughs) What I'm saying is if he had not resisted arrest and those five officers would have just arrested him And he would have gone to jail for a couple days and got out Would these five cops still be guilty of being a part of white supremacy? Probably. I guess she would say yes yeah. because it's the whole system.
4: I'm curious okay. as to why 5 police officers were called on one case.
2: They're a part of a specific group that was supposed it to be seems targeting like a bombs. lot
4: of of officers for.
2: Well, I don't know when all 5 got there at the no, same I, time. No, I don't either. I just So, I mean, I was, think we'll, was
4: backup called or I mean, I don't I don't know. We'll I guess we'll find out all these things. Yes.
2: Meanwhile, the uh, video was released today of the footage of the police cam with Paul Pelosi and the DePape guy. Yeah.
3: And that has more questions after we see it. Yeah, it clears some things up. Now we we have video evidence of how he got into the house, uh, broke into the, through the back door. Um, And then uh, when the door was answered, once the cops got there, uh, it clears up some of the confusion about what exactly happened. It's a, when someone opens the door. I think it's the pap who actually the, the attacker who actually opened the door because um, Paul Pelosi had one hand on a hammer and another hand on a drink, Which honestly, that's but- kind of a boss drinker move, isn't it? Yeah. We
2: haven't heard anything that that was just like a drink of water. We yeah. think that was a cocktail, correct? Well, I don't I don't know what it
3: was. Maybe okay. it was a glass of water. I don't know. I, I choose in my heart to believe that it was like a mint julep or something. And It, it looks like a drink. He's like, you know what? If I'm going to yeah. die, I'm going to die not sober. <laughs> That's what it was. But but yeah, so they're both holding the hammer and then uh, this nut job, uh, wrestles the hammer away from him, and then, boom, hits him on the head. Um, no, That's brutal. Yeah, there, there's no uh, Paul Pelosi answering the door alone and then walking back towards him, none of that. Um, so that has been cleared up. I, I think uh, the biggest question I have is why was this supposed to why, – why did news outlets have to sue to get this video released? Because if nothing else, you could put to bed a lot of the um, the speculation or the confusion – you could put that to bed pretty easily by releasing this, like, two-minute-long video. Yeah, there must be another reason they didn't want it out there that we don't know yet, yeah, other
2: than yeah. just the optics, because the optics, it it is very strange, because no one is acting in the manner of what is actually what we think is happening, or at least what we're told is happening, that it's almost like a hostage situation, and this guy is fearing for his life, but he... He doesn't appear to be fearing for his life in the moment. You know what I'm
4: saying? Yeah, no, I it, do. It's all I've,
7: odd.
2: I, I and again, I don't know how I would react in a similar situation. Yeah, I don't know. Well, even after you, you know, the 911 call from the bathroom. A lot of people said why didn't he lock himself in the bathroom?
4: I know he woke him up out of bed and I know every night I put a button-down shirt on before I go to bed. <laughs> It matches my tie. <laughs> I have to keep right by the
2: bedpost. See, oh, there's so many questions. I know. That's just it. All right. I know. We got to move on to yeah. other things. Well, we got to move on to at least three other things because you got your big trifecta all yeah. ready to roll. Is everyone ready? Is Casey ready? We ready? I don't okay. Know. Roll it out. Let's go. Are you ready?
1: One, two, buckle my shoe. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta! Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley, Van Camp and Robbins Show.
2: Yes, every day at this time, the Scott Robbins top three stories of the day, helped by his hero in life. I'm Casey yeah. Looking forward to the weekend, buddy? Uh, yes.
3: Right. I'm ready. <laughs> three. Number three, Don Lemon of CNN is very mad about book banning that's not happening. Now well, there's a CNN report on the Ron
4: DeSantis administration, mandating that Florida state school curriculums and libraries must follow current guidelines of the Florida Department of Education. In other words, no porno books given to the kids. Yeah, that depict these things. If you're an adult and you want to buy them in Florida, knock yourself out. Right. Nobody's banning anything, idiot. But uh, Don Lemon decided to go after it this way, uh, comparing it to the 1950s. Yeah, he he can't even describe
7: what's going no, on in Florida. He's out of his mind. Thank you, Poppy. This is bizarre. I know. What are I know. We, what are we doing here? I mean, this. I feel like we're going back. I feel like I'm watching a bad version of like Pleasantville, where you're. I, I don't get what's happening. It feels like the 1950s all over again with like book banning. This is this yeah. is cancel culture. From people who are, I guess they just want our kids to be ignorant and to control the teachers. It is, <laughs> I, this is outrageous. I, 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 don't, I really don't even know how to explain what's going on here. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. No,
2: the game's over, man. A lot yeah. of parents now understand what's going on. You're trying to indoctrinate kids. Hey. That's what the left is doing, and it's over.
3: You, you notice that CNN never actually shows what the materials in question that no that, no of course they never show not. it because they know that well if people looked at it they would say okay actually it's pretty reasonable when you have a, a graphic novel that mm-hmm. shows pictures of a boy performing oral sex on another boy yep yeah most parents would say hey maybe not in middle school that's <laughs> I mean, right right
4: right I mean bring, bring bring yes. the
2: receipts of what you're talking about right. You start reading it on CNN. You can't. No, but the narrative is, which they lie to people all the time, is to try to scare the crap out of people. And, and then, it, Poppy, you got to hear this part, man. Poppy is trying to make her own point? Well, I, I'm, I'm hearing some misogyny here. And
8: just to be clear, I know we got to go, but I'll be clear, I do think parents need a voice in this. I'm a parent who wants a voice in education, but I also think there's a lot that... But this isn't As about a voice grow. in education,
7: yeah. Poppy. I think that is, I think that's a red herring. Uh, listen, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I think that's a red herring because there are lots of uncomfortable topics that are in books. You didn't let me finish. Nazism, I was mind just gonna punk, say all of it. Right.
8: Uh, I was just going to yeah. say that was the second Go part on. of my thought, Don.
4: Hey
2: mansplainer.
4: Yeah, no kidding. How about it? Yeah. Let the lady talk
8: is. But I want my kids to read things that are uncomfortable to talk about and have these yeah. hardest conversations at I home mean- and in the classroom.
2: Um, if you're talking about like the Civil War and slavery, that's uncomfortable for everybody. You don't think that's uncomfortable for white kids? Are you kidding me? Here's my rule. what they want is your porno crap out of there. Here's my rule of thumb.
4: If uh, some policy causes Don Lemon's head to explode, it's a good policy. (laughs) That's how I gauge and judge everything,
0: all right? We're getting closer and closer to number one. Scott Robbins trifecta top three of the day.
3: Two. Uh, Number two, an update on a story that we had a few months ago, but uh, there was an office worker in Houston who, uh, I guess it was a janitor, who was was peeing peeing in a lady's bottle, and then she claims she got an STD from it, and now there's like, what, 13 women? Coming 13 women. Yeah, this is a lawsuit in
4: Texas. Uh, multiple companies are now involved. This guy was a janitor accused of urinating into employee water bottles mm. and thereby infecting them with more than a dozen sexually transmitted diseases. That's a lot. The lawsuit uh, stemming from the October uh, arrest of the janitor, his name is Lucio Diaz, Diaz, was filed on behalf of 13 women employees. Not only did he urinate but apparently he would also rub his genitals on the rims of the glasses. And they are all infected with STDs, and they're going, hey, this we're suing you.
2: Oh, golly. Man, oh, man. Okay. The numbers get smaller as the hits get bigger. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Chris. Scott Robbins the Top three of the day. One. A uh, political candidate is headed to New Hampshire to whip up <laughs> presidential support. You know what? This is too good to be true.
4: It really is. Marianne
3: Williamson. Yeah. David loves her.
4: I so I, hope this happens well, because
3: David loves her. I, I I do. I think I listen. I think she's a kook, but yes. you know, if I were single, I might let her ruin my life. I mean, she it, is on her way to New Hampshire now, David. Yeah. To help make a, quote, more informed decision mm-hmm.
4: about another run for the presidency of the United States of America.
3: Well, she's consulted the dream catchers, and they've told her to do it.
4: <laughs> it. And here's the thing. I hope it happens. I hope she runs, because in a debate forum, she's the best. There is no doubt about it. Wasn't she talking about, like, some energies and... Oh yeah, Wizards and demons and fairies and whatnot.
3: <laughs> Why is there not a Department of Peace? Right. That's, yes, that, that was, was one it. of my favorites. Oh, that's great. And there
2: you have
4: it uh, yes, for this it. show.
2: <laughs> I hope that that's happens. True. That's true. And
3: yeah. that is the Scott Robbins trifecta.
2: And yes, there are people that will, I'm sure, react with David's thing with older women Amen. yet
3: again. Listen, Marianne Williamson is hot, and I'm tired of people denying that truth. <laughs> We got a news update. That we'll get to in <laughs> just a few. And them rides in the news. Straight ahead.
2: The weekly Van Camp and Roberts show.
3: Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update: David Van Camp never stops, man. Okay, in Washington, uh, uh, Joe Biden, uh, I guess, has formalized that uh, Ron Klain, his current chief of staff, is going to be stepping down. Jeff Zients, the former COVID czar, is going to be uh, taking over <laughs> as White House chief of staff
4: and Biden's brain.
3: Yeah, <laughs> right. He's going to be carrying that around in a suitcase. Right. Yes. But this never stops, dude. Here's a question from an Associated Press reporter at the press briefing. Uh,
8: That position is one of the more powerful ones in Washington that has never been held by someone who is not white and male. Would the president commit (laughs) to uh, choosing a chief of staff who is not white and male if Jeff Zients were to leave before the end of the president's term?
3: Seriously? That's
2: what they do, man. That's the gig. Wow. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> unreal it's not about who they think could do the best job although this guy is a clown if you saw any of his COVID takes oh I mean, yeah somebody that's dead wrong constantly <laughs> sure chief of staff again I mean the first question is what's your failure record
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey man if your batting average is zero you've got nowhere to go but up that's true yeah this is true wow Jeez.
2: Um, you know what I don't know if I have much time for this audio We talked about this case in San Diego at the Y, the 17-year-old girl. Notice there's a a biological male there. Yeah. Holy smokes. Well, you have a couple of conservative women have been making some noise around San Diego for a while, sticking up for women. One of them is Carrie uh, Bowler, and she was at that council meeting. And after she is talking about protecting women, she just comes right out and says,
8: There is no such thing as a trans transitioning gender. That is a made-up fantasy. It doesn't matter if you chop your penis off. It doesn't make you a woman. It doesn't make you a woman. It makes you unwell.
2: Holy mackerel. Wow. We
8: are not going to bow down to your gender ideology cult. Oh.
2: That may have been the best audio over all week. Okay. Now we're really running out of time, and we got to get to Nimrods. All right, are we ready? I think so. Okay, do it.
1: Roll it. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show.
7: I love the poorly educated.
1: Okay, we're running
2: out of time. I'll make it fast. We're Nimrods in the News, Australia. guy caught on a surveillance camera. He picks up a very big phallic toy at this adult store. $142. Put it down. But there was a tester version that was sitting out. He grabbed that. The owner, the quote, is the best. Hygienic-wise, stealing a tester wouldn't be my first choice. (laughs) (laughs) And that's
5: Nimrods in the News.